We have that longing because God has been writing a story of redemption and the promise of a Messiah. And we read that story all the way from the beginning to the end of the Bible. And we read the story of the birth of our Savior in the Gospel accounts. And so we read it uh, this evening. Margot Mittig, I, I've recruited her. Margot, stand up here. And I've recruited her to read part of it. She'll read the first part. I'll read a part. And then we've got something we'll show you um, that tells the story as well. Margo, thank you. This is from the Gospel of Matthew. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man who did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within here was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and, see, and, she, should, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Luke, Luke continues the story. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. Because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. And here's the story through the eyes of the storybook Bible. That same night, in amongst the other stars, suddenly a bright new star appeared. Of all the stars in the dark vaulted heavens, this one shone clearer. It blazed in the night and made the other stars look pale beside it. God put it there when his baby son was born to be like a spotlight shining on him, lighting up the darkness, showing people the way to him. You see, God was like a new daddy. He couldn't keep the good news to himself. He'd been waiting all these long years for this moment and now he wanted to tell everyone. So he pulled out all the stops. He'd sent an angel to tell Mary the good news. He'd put a special star in the sky to show where his boy was. And now 
he was going to send a big choir of angels to sing his happy song to the world. He's here, he's come, go and see him, my little boy. Now, where would you send your splendid choir? Hmm? To a big concert hall, maybe? Or a palace, perhaps? Now, God sent his to a little hillside outside a little town in the middle of the night. He sent all those angels to sing for a raggedy old bunch of shepherds watching their sheep outside Bethlehem. In those days, remember, people used to laugh at shepherds and say they were smelly and call them other rude names which I can't possibly mention here. You see, people thought shepherds were nobodies, just scruffy old riffraff. But God must have thought shepherds were very important indeed because they are the ones he chose to tell the good news to first. Well, that night, some shepherds were out in the open fields, warming themselves by a campfire, when suddenly the sheep darted. They were frightened by something. The olive trees rustled. What was that? A wing beat? They turned round. Standing in front of them was a huge warrior of light, blazing in the darkness. Don't be afraid of me, the bright shining man said. I haven't come to hurt you. I've come to bring you happy news for everyone, everywhere. Today, in Davidstown, in Bethlehem, God's son has been born. You can go and see him. He is sleeping in a manger. Behind the angel, they saw a strange glowing cloud. Except it wasn't a cloud. Oh, it was angels. Troops and troops of angels armed with light. And they were singing a beautiful song. Glory to God, to God be fame and honour and all our hoorays. Then, as quickly as they appeared, the angels left. The shepherds stamped out their fire, left their sheep, raced down the grassy hill, through the gates of Bethlehem, down the narrow cobbled streets, through a courtyard, down some steps, 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 past an inn, round a corner, through a hedge, until at last they reached a tumble-down stable. They caught their breath. Then quietly they tiptoed inside. They knelt on the dirt floor. They had heard about this promised child, and now he was here. Heaven's son, the maker of the stars. A baby sleeping in his mother's arms. This baby would be like that bright star shining in the sky that night. A light to light up the whole world, chasing away darkness, helping people to see. And the darker the night got, the brighter the star would shine. <clears throat> the maker of the stars, a baby sleeping 
in his mother's arms. I want you to just listen right now. Hear that? <laughs> That's Christmas morning. The maker of the stars, in that cry we're hearing. <laughs> you know, the stars have played such a significant role in the story of redemption. When God made his promise to Abraham, that through him would come the Messiah that would save people from their sins. He invited Abraham to step outside. I want you to listen to this. It would be as if it were dark outside right now. So it was pitch black. And I would say to everyone in the room, look, I want you to step outside and look up at the sky. Well, he does this with Abraham. He says, Abraham, I want you to step outside and I want you to look up. He says, God brought Abraham outside and said, look toward the heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then God said to him, so shall your offspring be. Now this is a real photograph. You know, it's just only in the last hundred years that we're not able to step outside and look up and see that. For, for thousands of years, a person could step out into the night, whatever they were living in, step outside, look up, and if it wasn't cloudy, that's what they saw. And for God's people, think about it, it was like you couldn't go a night, lest the weather was bad, and not see the promise of God that he promised, and he promised to Abraham that he would bring unto himself a people that numbers with the stars. I mean, this is a declaration of grace. It's a declaration of God's intent, a declaration of God's great love for his people. We don't wanna miss that it's the stars and it's light, see, that God uses to remind us of who Jesus is. Because he's the life and the light and there's gonna be so many because he's come. During Advent, we light these candles. You know, we light the candle of hope, love, joy, and peace. Each description of Jesus and who he is and what he does and what he brings to us. And it's on Christmas Eve, you all, that we take our candles and we light, of course, the Christ candle that candle that all these other candles point to. I'm gonna take a candle and I'll take light from the Christ candle. Then I'll step down and I'll light a candle and we'll let this light travel around the room. And as it goes, the room will darken because there's darkness in the world. That's the truth. But from this one light, we'll light the room. 
And you'll see something else as these can, as the light goes around, you will also see it's just not our light. <laughs> There's way more beyond us. We join so many celebrating the birth of our Savior this Christmas Eve.